Women are a fantastic side effect to unlimited success. It's very difficult to do everything right all the time in all realms and be extremely successful in all the realms a man should be successful and then still end up lonely. I think that's almost impossible, I would argue. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's basically almost impossible. Like, I have to try very hard to Aikido chicks away from me. It's not the opposite. And you also have to understand, man, I say this to people all the time and people laugh when I say it. I say, if you're watching this podcast as a man, when this finishes, when you've done the push-ups Tiggs told you to do, go look in the mirror and ask yourself a very simple question. If I was a girl, would I sleep with me? And the answer is probably no. Yep. Whose fault is that? Yep. You. Because she, she has all the choices in the world. She can choose anybody she wants. Why would she choose you? Are you really that funny and interesting and unique? Are your life stories really that cool? Tell me something you've done that nothing, no one else, no other man's ever done. Tell me something about you that's genuinely unique. And this is where a lot of my message gets confused, and especially MSM and everyone who attacks me and all this garbage. I talk, I've been told like I talk quite pessimistically, but I try and explain to men, if you want to stand out, if you want to be different, if you want to be the kind of man who can talk about himself in a way and be discussed by females in a way that other men can't be discussed, you need to go through some bullshit. You're never going to become interesting and unique and the kind of man that can't be replicated through all the happy things in your life. You can't just go to the fucking circus and eat popcorn and come out and be a G. You're a G when you've suffered. That's the reality of it. Every single man you meet who people respect, both men and women, usually has a story that makes you think, ooh, I wouldn't want to be that guy. Ouch, that would have hurt. Yep. That was difficult. And so when you tell me something like, oh, I lost 115 grand in crypto, I actually think that's a very soft story. Fine. But what have you at least learned from that? Can you at least tell the story in a compendious and interesting way? Can you even sit down and tell somebody that story in a way which is engaging enough for them to listen to you? Do you at least have a joke out of it? Most of these, most men can't even tell a story in a funny way, bro. Something will happen to them. They can't even repeat it in a way they no one wants to listen to. What was the point of losing your money if you can't even tell anybody around the fucking table with some drinks and be fun about it? So what's the lessons here? You're boring. You can't talk. You're a dork. Those are the first three lessons you need to fix. Next is, why is that all the money you got? You're broke. How did it happen? You're stupid. You have a whole bunch of lessons you need to internalize, and that event could be the best event that ever happened to you to change you as a man to become the kind of person who doesn't give a shit about $115,000. So God gives you these chances to suffer so you can level up your character, but I'll often tell you, most of you people at home which are complaining that your life is difficult, I'll actually argue that most of your lives are too easy. Too even, easy. even though that God gives you these chances to level up and God gives you these difficulties, most most of you, 99% of you need to adopt more difficulty yourselves. I mean, you need to wake up and find more struggle yourself if you truly want to be a fierce competitor. I mean, you got to find pain. And this is where, again, it goes back to leveling up your character and your network and who you are as a man. You had that money in the bank. Your bills were obviously paid. Did you at least use that time to become fearsome? Did you at least use that time to become the kind of man who can wear a normal ass t-shirt but still look like Hercules? Because if you didn't, if you didn't, then you wasted the money anyway. That's exactly, that's the kind of thing you should have been doing as bare minimum standard. That's bare minimum. And men speak without speaking. I can meet somebody without saying a word, and within the first three seconds, I know he's a bitch or not. Everybody knows this is how men operate. We instantly can analyze somebody and see if they have value or not. It's something that's almost instinctual that you can't explain. So the easiest way, I have a lot of people ask me, hey, how do I come across as high value? Be high value? How about that? That's the easiest way to do it. Why are you trying to fake? Why are you trying to lie? This is what's truly amazing about the masculine experience. I have so many people message me, and 
I, I get thousands of emails a day and people are always looking for this hack or this cheat or this quick way to achieve something. You have to just become the man. There's no other way to really do a lot of things. But I guarantee if I were, your dad doesn't even know me, but I guarantee if I were to speak to him for 10 minutes because of the way I would articulate myself, because of the way I would express my opinion, because of who I am, because of my physicality, because of the car I turn up in, he'd probably be more likely to listen to me than you, his own son. Why? That's your fault. And that's something you've decided to be. It's a decision you've decided to make. And, and this is what I don't understand. I truly don't understand how most men don't wake up and think, shit, I'm not good enough. And I think you need that degree of uh, insecurity, I guess, and anxiety that's gonna propel you towards the top because there's always more work to do and you're competing against people like us who are out here to destroy you and that's the reality of the game. You have to take absolute and utter accountability in your life as for a man. Everything. For everything, it's all your fault. There's nobody else's fault, it's your fault. And I'm t I, I was literally sitting in jail with a bullshit garbage case, which I know is all imaginary saying this is my fault somehow you have to find out otherwise you don't get the lesson in it the guy who had the 2.4 million gambled or the guy who lost 115 grand that's your fault yep. good what have you learned from it have you actually learned anything or you're just sitting there going i wish i had it back because if you didn't learn anything you lost it all for nothing right yep. and if you did genuinely learn something then you're going to change your life for it because i don't think most people can learn anything unless it's painful i've never seen people learn lessons the easy way when someone learns a lesson the easy way you know what they think they think i got away with it Yep. over and over again until it eventually burns and stings them and that's the only time they learn humans only learn the hard way so when you finally get a hard lesson fantastic however you lost that 115 grand i guarantee it won't happen again unless you're a dummy you need to pay attention to it so you need to be happy that these lessons come you just have to make sure you ingest them and you don't allow them to happen to you again i think you just have to be perspicacious and look at people and there's something you can learn from absolutely everybody and just try and adapt it all i'm not saying everybody should be clones of me for everyone's individual right but there might be some things about me they find inspiring that they may adapt and take on board. And then they'll find some things from other people. But learning to speak is something I very well, I understood from a very young age how important that would be. That's a superpower. Imagine the 20 year old that's watching this, yep. that's saying, no Tate, don't give me the answer for, I can, anybody can create, you know, yeah. can contribute to society. I'm not that guy. Talk to me like I'm one in a million. What should I do? What Absolutely. angle should I Okay, do? so first things first, you need to be worthy of respect. And you're going to be worthy of respect through having things which are difficult to acquire. So first things first, the basic things, you need to be very focused on trying to make money because people listen to you when you have money. They just do. Secondly, you need to be in fantastic physical condition because when you're in fantastic physical condition, it cannot be bought. It must be earned. And people know that. When you're in, I mean, I don't know about you, if someone walked in to sell me something and they were obese, I would not trust them the same as if they were in fantastic physical shape. Because I'd say, I don't think you have dedication and heart. I don't think there's something about you that I just wouldn't trust you the same. So fantastic physical condition and money is, is the first thing. The second thing, whatever your ideas are, you need to learn how to communicate them. Speaking is a superpower in and of itself. You need to become a fantastic communicator. You need to be comfortable in all realms of communication. You need to be persuasive. You need to be comfortable arguing. You need to be good at debating. There's a lot of people out there in the world who have ideas that they can't even project into somebody else's mind. How are you going to rule the world with that? How are you going to get your ideas out there and make an influence if you can't make other people understand exactly what you think? That's the first thing. Second thing, once they understand exactly what you think, you need to make them agree with what you think. These are two different skills. Must be practiced and must be learned. If you're 20 years old and you want to change the world, you need to be having endless debates. Endless. Without resorting to name calling, not on Twitter like a dummy, in person. And you need to come across in a way that people agree with you. We can go back quickly and talk about the red pill. The difference between me when I talk to girls on these panel shows and every other guy when they talk to girls on the panel shows is when I'm done, all the girls want me. Watch them. 
Watch the shows. I say the same thing, and by the end, the chicks are in love with me, as opposed to saying the same thing and the chicks thinking I'm a dickhead. That's the difference. I project my ideas and I make them agree with my ideas to a point where they're like, texting me afterwards. I'm not saying anything different. It's how I'm communicating it. Something you can catch more flies with honey than, than hurting people sometimes. So you need to be good at everything. You need to have a Swiss army knife of tools. I know when to be intimidating or aggressive. I know when to come across as obtuse. I know when to come across as exceptionally open-minded and easy to understand. I know when to come across as understanding. I know all these things. This all has to be practiced. And a lot of it is, yeah, communication. I would say, if you're going to say to a 20-year-old who's truly exceptional and driven, I'd say you need to become a master communicator. Because once you can do that, you can do anything. And that fixes all the other problems, right? We talk about making money. If you're a master communicator, you do fantastic yeah. in sales. Yeah. You'll kill sales. Yep. You'll absolutely destroy sales if you're a master communicator. Not many people know this, but I used to sell windows. You know the old school knock on the door? Window sales. I did window sales for two or three years. And I'd say this is one of the hardest jobs you could possibly do. And I would always recommend a young man if he has some time to waste to go sell windows. <laughs> and the reason, it's fantastic because I'll tell you why. It's the hardest one to sell because one, nobody wants them. Two, they don't know who you are. And three, even if you convince them that they need windows after them not knowing who you are, then they go to all your competitors and then it becomes a price war. <laughs> it's a nightmare. It's the hardest sales job. If you're selling a Lambo, at least they want the Lambo, right? Nobody wants glass and plastic. They already have windows. So you gotta find a way to sell them these windows. How do you do that? And that's where all this master communication comes in. And it's so many subtle little things. Being a good salesman is not necessarily being a liar. It's not being a trickster. It's just understanding what's gonna make the person believe and understand what you say. If I walked in and said, would you like new windows? And they essentially said, no, we don't need new windows. Our windows look fine. I would say, but what about the security aspect while looking at their three-year-old child? And they sit there and go, ah, oh, what do you mean security aspect? And then I talk about how we had the lock 5,000 and their locks are easy to break as if glass is a glass, so it's same anyway. And you'd end up selling windows. You have to find the triggers in people. There's another thing people don't understand about me and my message. Sometimes I sit here and I say things that piss people off because that's how you trigger people to make action. I have often written emails or done videos, to, especially to men when I want to help men, to piss them off. You're a loser. You're a dumbass. Andrew, why do you mean? Because you're not going to go to the gym unless I tell you you're a fucking loser. And you are a loser and I'm not lying to you. You are a loser. The emotional trigger you need to get up off that chair is the fact that you're not important, nobody cares who you are, any girl you're ever in love with I could take, and you're insignificant. And when you die, nobody's interested. That's your fault. You could have been something else. You did that. You failed. It has to be done. You have to be a master communicator. And sometimes that involves also insulting people. It's all a, a massive tapestry. But to answer your question, for the 20-year-old, he needs to become a master of communicating. But also to be a master of communicating, to be a master of communicating, you also, you also need experiences worth talking about. You have to live a life. You need a degree of wisdom. And wisdom doesn't always come with age. It comes with life lived. I had a guy message me. This was a long time ago when I used to reply to my own emails. Too big now. But he said, I don't have any stories. My life's boring. I said, bro, where do you live? He said, Madrid. I said, bro, ride the train from Madrid to St. Petersburg. Ride the train from Madrid to Vladivostok. Do the Trans-Siberian Railway. Cost you like 300 bucks. It's all, oh, but what if I get robbed? Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> the point. What if you get robbed? Now you have a story. Maybe you'll die, maybe you won't. But you have a story. Don't bring your watch. Have you got a Rolex? No. No one wants to rob you anyway. Don't worry about it. You're brokey. Get on the train. There has to be that degree of risk to even have a story. Because when you have a story, then you can communicate the story. 
a lot, you can't be an empty vessel either. So when you say to the, uh, you're telling me how I build this 20 year old into a super soldier. Yeah, he has to be a master communicator, but he also has to do things which are risky. Risk has value intrinsically linked to it, intrinsically. This is why people, when you do risky things, people want to hear the story. Your coolest stories involve risk. Something went wrong. This could have happened. I almost this, I made it out. Without these risks, you haven't got it. So I would say to the 20 year old, do what I did, get in the cage, get in the ring. Knock someone out, get knocked out, train hard. Fighting will teach you everything you need to know about life. You'll learn everything about who you truly are. You'll learn if you're a coward or not. You'll learn everything about perseverance and hard work and dedication. Everything about being underappreciated. You learn everything about fear. You learn all of it. You learn everything about people. You win a fight, check your phone. Lose a fight, check your phone. You learn all about people. You learn all about them. You learn all about women. I learned so much about women through fighting. When I had a fight coming up and I was, I was weight drained and I had barely eaten in, in weeks and I'd lost all this weight and I had a, a world title fight and I'm fighting a guy who might kill me and she's complaining about the toilet seat. I learned all about women. You learn a lot about life through these, through these difficult pr processes and paths. And there used to be for men like a rite of passage. In most societies, you had to go through something to become a man from a boy to a man. But that thing was always difficult. It's always been difficult. Now you have to self-induce it, self-inflict it. But if you're going to be a boy and never never bring on that self-inflicted rite of passage, how are you going to ever become a man? Whatever you're going through right now, don't lose sight of the fact that it's worth the fight. Nobody said it was easy. It's worth the fight. I discovered why people do things. You know why, ladies and gentlemen? Even though it's hard, it's worth it. When you're working at your dream, somebody said, the harder the battle, the sweeter the victory. If you're going to reach your potential, you have to fight through some things. You have to be more determined than what's trying to stop you. You're supposed to build something, you're supposed to create something. I don't know how to do it. Learn. Do whatever is required. It's difficult. Yes, right. And it's worth it. It seems like to me that the closer I get, to the promise of God, the heart of the fight. I guess it's like a woman having a baby when the labor pains are greatest, she is told to push. And sometimes when all hell is breaking loose in your life, you have to push. I came to tell somebody you're close. You're close. I know your husband just left you, but that doesn't mean anything. You're close. You're on the verge of it. Something is about to happen. The devil wouldn't be fighting you if you weren't close to it. Somebody shout, I'm close. We made USAA insurance to help you save. Take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride. Discover how we're helping members save at USAA.com bundle. Restrictions apply.